Welcome back, guys. It's Anne Marie and Dr. Jamie, and I have a fun one for you today. <laughs> All I know is that I got a late night text from Anne Marie at like, I don't know, two. A voice text, not a text. Yeah. A voice text that was like, I have an episode for tomorrow, which always makes me mm. excited and nervous. So, what you are we talking about? You know, it's really funny that I never, no, actually. I realize as we do all these episodes how much I don't know and how much we all walk around thinking we know and we know shit like it's kind of funny like I mean it was really funny and I told AK I was going to mention her today she's one of my best friends because I literally said to her I was like why do we like this water so much and she was like oh I don't know I just like the way it tastes and I was like Okay, and I was like, "What's special about it?" She's like, "It's alkaline," and I was like, "Great, what does that mean?" And she's like, "I don't know. I think it's good for your pH level or something." And I was like, "Oh, that sounds amazing." And I go, "Wait, shouldn't we know what that does?" <laughs> <laughs> I love those conversations where like it keeps going, and then you're like, "We actually have no idea what we're talking about." No, like <laughs> seriously. And then I was like, I was going through this like gift bag, and there's like chlorophyll for my water, and I'm like, "Ooh, should I put it in my water?" And I'm like. Are we supposed to be drinking this stuff? Are are these just like another thing that yet it's promoted to us as like we need it? Is it just another advertising? And I'm thinking like, is the water really alkaline? Is this water better than the other? I mean, listen, yes, I do know there are some waters better than the others, and I know that it's better if it's in a glass bottle because of all the plastic. That's a different conversation for a different day. But I I realized how much. I did not know about this stuff. So here we are with you, the expert, to give That's us a funny. lesson. Yeah. I, Maybe I mean, burst some bubbles too. I think that this I, might be bad. That's going to happen for sure. But it's really funny because I, I say all the time to clients, I'll be like, so why are you doing X? And they're like, I don't know. Yeah. And I'm like, or why are you taking this? They're like, I'm not sure. And so it is really funny how we get pulled into um marketing and we don't always know why and although i don't fall victim to that in the food and supplement world if you opened up my makeup drawer there'd be 30 things in there that i've absolutely no idea what they're for like yeah one day i was like what is a primer for your eyeshadow like i don't even know how to use this but i bought it because somebody said it makes your eyeshadow look better so i yeah. think we are all um drawn to and fall victim to sort of areas where we feel like we need to improve and we don't really know how, but we, we buy in. So I say that to everyone listening who's bought all the alkaline waters and the chlorophyll drops, like you're not alone here. Um, but let's go back to the alkaline water because this is this is one of my favorites. I actually literally just yesterday, my sister-in-law came to our house for the first time in like 18 months, which is amazing because she hasn't seen her nieces. And she was talking to us about this water filtration system that she just had put into her new home. And I was like, well, what's it for? She's like, I'm not really sure. <laughs> so That's interesting. Yeah. It goes back to what we were, were talking about. So alkaline water, right? Um, this is a hundred percent a marketing thing. Oh no. <laughs> and it does taste better. Okay, so, so there, there is something different about it. There is something to it, right? And if you ask people what their water preference is, it's very interesting. Like some people will say Fiji's the best water. Some people will say um, Poland Spring is the best. Some people will say 
I say Sorry. Mountain Valley, by the way. I love Mountain Valley. Yeah. See, and so by the way, I just want to point out, I don't buy bottled water for the most part, unless like for some reason I'm, I went somewhere without my bottled water. I have a filtration system in my house that for the most part, I know what it does. Just FYI. <laughs> and I don't buy bottled water because of the environment. Like I rather just, you know, not buy the plastic. Not buy and the- we should all not buy bottled water for the environment. But listen, we're all in an airport and you can't bring your bottled water into the airport and you don't want to fill it with the airport water. So you buy the water in the thing. Like we're all going to buy water. Yes. What you're drawn to is often how your body receives the water from a pH perspective. And that's why water tastes different to different people. To me, some levels of alkalinity actually taste like offensive, whereas other levels of alkalinity, I, I can't get enough of that water. So the idea is that when when someone says like, well, it's alkaline, so it's going to like, you know, change the pH of your blood and prevent osteoporosis. What is and- pH? What does pH stand for? It is the acid level, right? So I'll go back to that in a second. But okay. when someone says you're drinking this alkaline water because it's going to change the pH of your blood, well, that's simply not true. One bottle of water is not changing the pH of your blood or we'd all be in very big trouble. However, there is truth that people experience the taste of water based on the pH very differently. And it is generally believed that the more alkaline the water, the easier it is to drink. Um, not more alkaline past a certain point. There's a there's a top off point there. But so when I when we start to talk about alkaline, alkalinity, acid base, all of that, I do want to say that like these ideas that just drinking a smart water uh, alkaline is going to change your pH is simply not true. Although it may actually taste a lot better for you. So now I rewind back to pH. So the pH of your blood is the acidity of it. And our body very, very tightly regulates our acidity based on our carbon dioxide, based on our kidney function, based on our liver. These are incredibly regulated because acidosis or a state of extreme acidity will cause severe disease. It is also believed that the more acidic we are, the more inflammation we have, osteoporosis we have. So not, although those could be severe diseases, there's conditions called acidosis, particularly in kidney failure and such, where the blood becomes acidic and it is in a medical emergency. But prior to that, there's also this concept that having a more acidic lifestyle leads to more diseases such as osteoporosis, inflammatory diseases, um, diabetes. So the research that people are trying to push out now is saying, well, if we all followed a more alkaline life, then we would be less likely to have more advanced stages of disease. There's also some less backup studies that are saying things like having more alkaline foods increases the viscosity of the blood, which increases your circulation, which is better for health, right? So we're going to go back to all of these. And most of this research originates from this um, acid ash study that was done a long time ago, which looked at acidity and osteoporosis in bone health. And then there's been many, many, many along the way. There's the acid-based diet, there's the alkaline diet. And then from the alkaline diet came the alkaline water. And then all of these filtration systems that change the alkalinity of the water because they believe if you're more alkaline, you're healthier. What changes it? What is it something that's added to the water? Mm-hmm. So the pH, the, the acidity of it is, is the chemical makeup. If you add more acid or add more base, you can actually change the pH. So one of the best sort of hacks, if you will, or things that always make me smile is we'll spend all this money for like a five or a $7 alkaline water. 
But you know how else you can alkalinize your water? Just squeeze a lemon into it. <laughs> squeeze or drop a tiny bit of baking soda into it. Or, right, so there's so many ways, like literally lemon or lime or even an orange squeezed into water. I hate make- that taste though. So for me, I kind of like the one. You, you wouldn't do that, right? Now, chlorophyll is also one that they... Chlorophyll has a different property in the context of how it's marketed, but it's still pushed in this sort of alkaline world. But what about, wait, what about electrolytes? So electrolytes are different. Electrolytes are the things that our body needs to keep their sort of nutrition in the bloodstream. So electrolytes are actual sodium, potassium, magnesium, calcium, but glucose, but electrolytes can and will change the pH of the water, depending on which electrolytes you use, although they're different concepts. But when we're just talking about something like bottled water that says alkaline, right? That is, that is going to taste different. So many people will be drawn to the taste, but the idea that it can change your blood pH in that one bottle of water is not true. What if you have one bottle every day? Everything you do would have to be in the in the support of alkalinity for it to actually have a longer got it got it so like if every if your all your water was filtrated to be alkaline and your diet was alkaline and you really lived more of an alkaline lifestyle then yes the research says over time you can improve the alkalinity of your of your the ph of your blood and the alkalinity of your body therefore preventing the possibility of disease now here's sort of the mic drop right like this should be like the last line of the podcast The idea of an alkaline diet is that of high fiber, plant-based seeds, nuts, fruits, vegetables, foods with a lot of water content, which is the same thing I'm always talking about and now you're always talking about and we're always talking about, which is if we have the foundation of a mostly majority unprocessed plant-based diet You're achieving all of these without the fancy label of the alkaline diet or the acid diet or the pH, right? So remember diet and and supplements and product is a multi-billion dollar industry. So if they can sell you alkaline water for a little bit more money, or they can sell you an alkaline diet that are gonna make people believe that it's going to to prevent disease more, well then you better believe it's gonna hit the market hard. Well, it's not hurting you, right? And if you like the way it tastes and it makes you drink more water, go for it. Well, that's exactly it. So like, is there a downside to this? No. No. Is there a downside to eating more alkaline? No, there's potentially an upside. As long as we don't take it to the extreme. There are some people who- Probably possible by drinking a bottle of water every day, right? Totally. Well, there's, there's alkaline filtration systems that actually allow people to increase the alkalinity making it very high, which is a long conversation and a whole sort of rabbit hole that we're not going to get into. But like anything, too much is no good. So if you're one of those people who's like, I'm going to push my my water alkalinity to 11, and then you're going to end up with diarrhea and other problems, like that's also not good, right? So the idea is that, yes, if you're somebody who's drawn to describing your diet and and your water as alkaline, great. It, it arguably is better for health and could potentially prevent disease as long as we keep it in, in check. So when you and AK are drinking your alkaline water, one, 
It probably tastes better than like just. By the way, she makes, she has a little ice machine because she's obsessed with those little tiny squares and she uses that water to make her ice. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Um, And we sit there and we like, we like, oh, it's the best water ever and the crunchy ice, it's so good. (laughs) I actually can't drink water with ice in it. Oh my God, I can't drink water without ice in it. No, it's I not even like it I in my mouth has a weird reaction to it like uh, everybody's different I cannot have cold water I need like lukewarm room temperature oh, water mm-hmm. that's I like can't. my that's like one of it's like getting in the car and I've done this where like I take a cup of water thinking it's cold and it's been sitting there and it's warm oh my god it's like I have to spit it out isn't that funny like it's the worst tasting thing like i i'm actually tasting it as we're speaking about it right now and it's like oh no it's that really funny ice water versus cold water temperature water and is there one better than the other for your system well if you yeah if you talk to some people in like ayurvedic medicine or chinese medicine they'll absolutely say cold foods versus hot versus warm And okay, I'm asking you. Say, I don't care what they say. I want to know what you think. And like from a digestive process, people will say, you know, things that are too cold are actually bad for your digestion and things. And so like there's concepts all over the place and there's truth behind every single one of them. Yeah. Here's my answer. Amory, if you can't drink warm water because it's disgusting, but I tell you warm water is better for you, what's the better choice? The better choice is drinking the cold water because it's more important to be hydrated than to not be hydrated, right? So do you hydrate differently if it's ice versus if it's lukewarm? No, you hydrate the same, but I'm saying for you, you wouldn't be able to drink it if it was warm. So that would defeat the purpose of hydration, right? So when, and it's a good, it's a good segue here because as you and AK sit and drink your alkaline water or, you know, any of that stuff, like there's no harm being done. Like it's potentially useless and maybe useful, but at the end of the day, you're drinking water. So I support that. If you change your entire lifestyle to be more alkaline and you're eating more plants and fruits and seeds and nuts, which we do already anyways. Also awesome. Right. Yeah. (laughs) No acidity can lead to more cancer and more disease. And what do we know are acidic foods, high fatty red meats, processed foods, uh, modified sugars, right? All the things we're just constantly talking about. Oh, which is basically what I'm doing right now, right? I've been basing my 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 diet and I say basing because it's the truth because I'm not doing it perfectly to the book. I've been doing Whole30 mm-hmm. just as my baseline, right? Just as kind of like, because I wanted to not do the sugar. Right. So like I use that as like my, just because I personally, as all of you know, I need a guide. I am not, I need someone to sort of hold my hand and I'm using air quotations. And since Jamie can't hold my hand every day of, you know, every hour of the day, I use my, a program the same way I'm using Kira's program for 21 days, right? Like I, and I think like it helps you when you're like, have the type of personality like I have, I need sort of like something to tell me like, oh, here's the rules. Here's what you can and here's what you cannot do to make you feel X, Y, and Z. so I'm not dieting I'm not counting calories I'm not trying not to eat not to I'm not doing any of that I'm just using this program that's a foods program right to eat my meats my vegetables my fruits and sort of like 
have no nothing packaged, nothing processed. And it's great because it's like almost week three now and I've had zero sugar and I've finally stopped craving it. Yeah, and which is what a lot of people need. And yeah, I think the highlight from what you just said is that we all have to understand what you know what our, our needs are in helping us feel healthy. You're yeah. not using it in an extreme way you're guiding it to help you reduce some of the cravings that you were having for sugar and you won't stay on it forever, but you'll at least reduce your sugars and you're not decreasing your calories and blah, blah, blah. Um, now going back to circling back to sort of alkaline, somebody truly alkaline would say, well, whole 30 is definitely not an alkaline diet because it's oh, definitely not because then you have meat in it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But again, I'm saying what makes us more alkaline is like the addition of fruits and veggies. Yeah. And so, yeah, in that argument, it absolutely is. Um, and then we want to talk about all these things that people will get to like alkalinize their water, the drops, the chlorophylls, the, you know, should I put this in my water? Can I put this in my water? And I'm always like, yeah, go ahead. As long as it's not, you know, sucralose and erythritol and all those fake sugars that destroy your gut. But like, if you want to put like drops of citrus into your water or you want to put drops of chlorophyll or I mean if it's going to help you increase your hydration and drink more water that's what I was going to say yeah yeah that's the thing at the end of the day the joke last night was that I walk into her house and I immediately go to the ice machine I pour one of these like alkaline waters in and I drink so much more because it's like a thing now right so I hydrate way more than I was hydrating before because yes. I was just, it's it's a mental thing. And again, it goes back to what I just said about having sort of like a program, but it's that it's it's that advertising <laughs> that sort of got like me to hacks, drink more water. Right? It's, it's like the biohacks or the hacks. And I'm gonna take it out of the context subject or context of alkaline for a second. I tell people all the time the the plate, the bowl, the cup the spoon, the fork that you use to eat will actually make a difference. Have you ever had like a favorite cup? Like you drink your coffee out of the same cup every morning because you like the way it feels, you like the way it mouth feels, you like the way it holds. The same thing for a fork. If the fork is too big, if the fork is too heavy, if the, it's it's in the site food psychology world, which I find fascinating and I won't bore you here with the details, but there's absolutely truth to that. When we feel the ease or the right fit of something, if the plate is too big, if the plate is too small, and the food looks too much, the food looks too little, like find those things. I literally eat my Siggy's yogurt out of the exact same bowl every single day. And I'm, I'm showing it to Anne-Marie right now. It's like, the ceramic bowl. What you know, it's that comfort level. It's and there's nothing wrong with that. And so if you're somebody who wants to eat or drink the same out of the same bowl, the same like because I mean obviously you're not gonna bring it to a restaurant, but like the because sort of it fits for something that helps you eat the right amount or feel good. Like my coffee's in the same cup every morning because I love the big feel of it. This is all food psychology. This is all how we're connected. It's the same way we're connected to most things. Um, and then if you're that person who's like putting a drop of chlorophyll in my water makes me drink so much more, please put the drop of chlorophyll in the water. Yeah, I know. You know if you're Anne Marie and you need a, a cup of ice to drink the water, put the cup of ice into the water. Yeah. Don't get caught up in the minutia of like, that's bad. That's too cold, cold water. And when people are like, mm, don't drink cold water, it's bad for your digestion. I'm always like, I remember growing up, my uh, my aunt, uh, my cousins weren't allowed to drink anything while they ate. Mm-hmm. So that, and I that- remember it vividly because it was traumatizing to me because I was like, oh 
my god how do they do that right like there's two things there happening there one um in the diet world the well the diet world not sort of the, the weight loss diet world but like there's this idea that drinking food drinking water or any liquid with your food will decrease the digestion and absorption of the food and therefore it's a terrible idea to drink with your meals i have never in all of the years that i've been doing this seen any study that shows that that is arguably true so i don't subscribe to that not at all i also understand that drinking two liters of water while you're sitting down trying to eat dinner is not going to help you eat your dinner but like we're talking about reasonable amounts of liquid here yeah the other thing is with children when you're trying to teach children fullness and how to eat you do want to make sure that you're not allowing the child to drink too much at the meal it doesn't mean that you didn't drink anything right like you don't want to give your child a sippy cup or a bottle of milk when you're trying to get them to eat food right that's parenting always says feed them the food and then give them the bottle after so sometimes as children or young kids you'll see parents try not to give them too much fluid in the meal so that the child learns fullness and hunger cues moving away from liquid to food but in adults and people who aren't toddlers and young children you know there is a there's this idea in the diet world it's bad to drink with your food I don't ever get that extreme. I've never seen anything to prove that to be true. Um, I've never been able to do it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, it's I one of those absolutely things. Absolutely don't, can't do it. But it goes back to like, you know, it's interesting. I mean, I know we're going into so many different topics here, but like, so, like always, I know, but it's so interesting, like going like to Dr. Debbie, who basically, you know, everything we talk about goes back to your childhood mm-hmm. and your, your habits go back to your childhood. And, you know, your like good and bad memories, your traumas. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I remember vividly sitting at the table, just like I was like, I'm trying to think maybe I was like nine years old, 10 years old, sitting at their table in their house. I can almost smell it. And having that conversation about the water and how important it was, it wasn't important, right? Like, it's so interesting how those things also like stay with us and sort of like shape us into who we are today when it comes to our food and our drinking and our diet and our obsession over different things, right? It's, it's, It's crazy. And the psychological part of how we are attached and need these things, including myself. I mean, wow. You know, like, I think I'm so normal till I start having conversations like this. And I'm like, damn, I got a lot of issues. Everybody thinks they're normal until they're around other people. And then we're like, oh, because I don't know. I mean, maybe there's no such thing as normal, right? Like, I mean, what is normal? And I think it's sort of a an awakening that we're all going to come into. Like, we've all, for the most part, been pretty much isolated for like 12 to 15 months. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. And now all of a sudden we're like around people and eating around people. And like, it's definitely going to be the reintroduction into food and life and social and all of that is going to be interesting because we've, we've turned inward so much. I mean, I know we're totally off topic, but it's, um, it's interesting is what I'm saying. Well, there's so much you can say about alkaline water. I mean, (laughs) and also that ultimately whatever we do is no different from where we do it in other places in our lives. Like your patterns with your diet are similar to your patterns with your relationships and to your patterns with your family. Like, you know, pay real close attention and you're going to see, oh, that makes sense that it's totally the same. Um, So anyway, we we bring you a fun-filled episode of crazy talk all over the place. P.S. We never did the follow-up episode to Oatly, which just had an IPO yesterday at $12 billion. 
Oatly, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I know we talked about like oat milk and nut milks and all that. And I was like very, after I did the continuous glucose monitor, very surprised at some of that. And we said that at some point we'd do a follow-up. And I'm just saying that it just went public yesterday with a unbelievable so um, remind me, we thought Oatly was like, it had all these things in it that weren't going to Well, what happened, there was a lot of studies that came out. That's wrong. I should take that back. There was not a lot. There was a significant study that came out looking at how Oatly changed some of the, if you will, like molecular makeup of the oat. Like they, they did something to it to make it creamier, to make it tastier. Um, and then there's some people in the health world that believe that that's actually not healthy. And so there's a little bit of controversy over like, is this as healthy as they're marketing it to be? It's very, it's very new and um, controversial, but I think it's fascinating. And I know we talked a little bit about it. So at some point we will, we'll re we'll rehash that. We will rehash that. All right. Well, this is going to be a short and quick and sweet one. And um, we hope you enjoy. Oh, drink your alkaline water yeah. or your ice water or your chlorophyll water. Yeah. And just, it's okay to have your routines. I like this. I like how we just kind of like segue into a couple of new, different new episodes, like, you know, of the same cup every morning, the same bowl every morning, like all these little things. Like, I mean, my mild. Um, what's it called um i'm trying to think um, ocd my, <laughs> I, yeah i was trying to think the word i was going to use before ocd undiagnosed uh. ocd um definitely goes into that and it's funny because like that was a yet another conversation i was having last night which i think we should definitely bring dr debbie back for you know an ocd conversation because you know people think it's such a bad name that doesn't necessarily mean you have like the one word literally you know you can't walk down the street like the movie you know and like you got to jump the lines and you can't walk on the right side or whatever it is but all of that comes back to our childhood i'm just gonna leave it with that because i'm very focused you'll be it. continued <laughs> all right guys have a good one right, guys have a good have a good rest of your sunday mm -hmm.